Welcome to Life Camera Action, a lifestyle podcast for filmmakers, writers, and other creatives. I'm your host, Victoria Rook, filmmaker and brand architect, and over the last several years, I've been helping creative entrepreneurs discover their brand voice, design their brand experience, and develop the ultimate creative lifestyle that allows them to live into their passions. Life Camera Action is all about empowering you with best business practices, industry tips, and creative mindsets so that you can accelerate your success in your craft. Today's episode is part four of the Kick Your Butts and Business series, and we're going to discuss another top butt that plagues new and seasoned business owners alike, missing business boundaries. If you can identify with being a recovering people pleaser, then today's episode is just for you. So if you want a life filled with success, creativity, and proper business boundaries, then stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Live Camera Action. Today is part four of the Kick Your Butts and Business series, and by the end of these next few weeks, you're going to be able to identify each of the butts that come up for you, understand how to overcome them, and then know what actions to take as a preventative measure to avoid them in the future. If you are not familiar with my Kick Your Butts and Business talk, a but is any reason, fear, or excuse that comes after the word but. As in, I really want to pursue this dream of mine, but... Anything that fills in that blank is a but. As I mentioned in previous episodes, I grew up in the entrepreneurial space shadowing my dad at conferences and conventions, then later launched multiple successful businesses, and now I currently coach entrepreneurs every single day in both group and a one-on-one format. This means I've literally had a lifetime of experience studying business owners and analyzing where they thrive and where they get stuck in the progression of their companies. After doing all of this research in peers, clients, and myself, my love for psychology and business drove me to take what I've discovered and turn it into an entire system so that no matter what but someone is facing, there's a precise way to overcome it. And over the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing all of my findings with you. Today's episode might sound familiar as we discuss boundaries in episode 102 of Life Camera Action. I think that this is just a testament to how many people really do struggle with this and validates why this made it into my list in the first place of top butts that creative and entrepreneurs face. I believe that as a society, we have not been taught how to establish proper boundaries and it affects people in really, really negative ways. In fact, we're really taught the opposite, you know, both physical and emotional boundaries and that starts really young. I mean, I know that there's a lot of conversations around if you should um, allow your kids to not hug, you know, a family member or a friend as, you know, you're saying hi to somebody. A lot of parents encourage them. You're like, oh, go give them a hug. And it's considered impolite if they don't. And now there's a lot of parents out there who are trying to teach their kids boundaries and trying to allow them to have a voice. And if they're not comfortable hugging somebody or, you know, interacting with somebody that they're allowed to say no. And I've seen a lot of situations where that whole concept is almost rebellious, where that's like the impolite thing to do and that the kids should just kind of suck it up and and hug the family members. So we're taught at a really young age to pay more attention to other people's boundaries and other people's feelings more than our own. And we're taught to prioritize them above our own. And that bleeds into emotional boundaries, you know, of respect, boundaries around time and finances. And so what happens is because we're taught this at such a young age and it becomes this program that we've inherited, we begin to deny our own 
wants, desires, comfort zones, boundaries, and start prioritizing other people above our own. And as we get older, you see that start to bleed into so many different areas of our life that when you become an entrepreneur, there's so many buts that come up because you're worried about your finances getting taken advantage of, your time getting sucked up, not knowing how to say no to somebody. If you're not feeling comfortable with an opportunity, it comes your way and it doesn't feel right to you. How do you do that without being considered rude? And so it stops people from pursuing their dreams because they don't know how to handle all these conversations where their boundaries get violated. And in all reality, we as a culture, we've got to stop prioritizing politeness over our own boundaries because it gets people in really bad situations beyond what we will be discussing today. And I trust that you know what I'm implying here. As we're pursuing entrepreneurship, if this is a problem that keeps coming up for us in our lives, we end up being overextended and exhausted. We lose that fire. We lose that passion. We start resenting people and tasks and businesses and things and relationships that we're involved in. And we get put into bad situations where we don't know how to say no or worse people get taken advantage of in various ways. So we need to start empowering ourselves and those around us to be able to say no. For example, anytime I'm having a conversation with someone and I create an offer for them or give them an opportunity to interact with me on a different level or show up for something, invite them to something, whatever. I create a space where I give them permission to say no. So I'll say something to the effect of, you know, I'd really love to have you here and blah, 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 give them the details. So just let me know if it's appropriate for you. If not, all good. There's no hurt feelings. Totally fine. I would just love for you to be a part of this. Something to that effect so that it doesn't feel like if they say no, that our relationship's going to be tarnished, that I'm going to be offended for whatever reason. I really want to make sure that people feel like they have that out so that there isn't that pressure. There's not that aggressive, you know, salesy thing. I hate that. I never like to be on the receiving end of that. So I certainly don't want to create my own brand culture where that's me, where I'm the one who's pressuring people into different sales and purchasing things and showing up for things and, and all of that. That's just, that's not the way I want to operate. That's not the world I want to be in. And so I want to make sure that I'm not contributing to that type of energy. So for each of the buts, we talk about what it sounds like so that you know what to look for when it pops up in your inner dialogue or things that you say out loud and what it can sound like if you have this but of missing business boundaries. It can sound like, but I'm worried all of my time will get sucked up, but what if I can't handle the pressure, but I don't know how to say no without being rude. If that sounds like you, then stay tuned till the end because I have a fun opportunity for you to jump into and begin to overcome this with an amazing group of people and my support. And of course, if it's not appropriate for you, there's no pressure. There are lots of ways that you can go about protecting your time, your mind share, and your personal physical space with a healthy yet assertive set of boundaries. And before we go further with that, one of the things that I've been learning over the last couple of years is that you have to make your own choices. And the reality is that people may never understand them. It just doesn't always come full circle for other people who are witnessing your decisions and processes and maybe even the sacrifices that you're choosing to make for your dreams. And at the end of the day, you're the one that deals with the consequences. So you've got to start practicing trusting yourself and not needing that third-party permission or validation. And I know that that's really hard to do because this is coming from someone who loves hearing other people's opinions. 
I love hearing other people's feedback and thoughts and opinions on things. And I'm definitely not someone who isn't clear on what I like and what I don't like and all of that. I have my thoughts. I have my desires. I am definitely an opinionated person. I just also really want confirmation and validation from people regarding directions that I'm going in or strategies that I'm implementing. And for me, I've always been surrounded by people with lots of business experience and expertise, which I loved. And because of that, I've studied under, and I definitely don't take for granted because all of those resources have allowed me to get to where I am today and will allow me to get to where I want to be down the road in the future. Eventually, however, I noticed that without that confirmation, it would pause my production on things. So it would keep me from moving forward with the things I wanted to be pursuing because I really wanted to wait and just just double check and just triple check. And let me just make sure with other people and people that I trusted, right? These are people that their opinions really do matter and are wise counsel. I just realized I became really, really reliant on that feedback. And now I'm focusing on trusting myself more and not relying on that feedback as much because In reality, I do know that I'm capable and I want to train myself to default to my own experience and intuition in order to steer my ship. With that comes a situation where you'll be creating boundaries and people will not always understand your position. And truth be told, they really might not ever understand. I used to think that at some point something would happen and it would just kind of make it click for them as to why you did or you didn't do something. However, recently I realized that that's just not always the case. In fact, it kind of seems like it's the opposite. It's very realistic to assume that you're making a set of decisions or you're creating boundaries or whatever, and that they might not really ever understand it. You might, it might create a feud for now. And I used to just think that eventually that would just blow over because that clicking moment would come and then they would realize, oh, okay. I get why they did or didn't do something. Now I understand and it you know, kind of comes full circle. It's not really like that. And that definitely makes it harder to you know, stick to your guns and stick to the boundaries that you set for yourself um, and that you hold other people to because you really might be going into a decision that people may never understand and may not ever agree with. And again, you're the one that has to live with the consequences And you get to reap the rewards. So that means you might as well choose what's going to work for you. So how do you do this? How do you establish boundaries that work for you and your business in order to overcome that but? If you listened to episode 102 of Life Camera Action, you already know what I'm about to say. This phrase that I'm going to share with you is one that I personally use all of the time and one that my team my clients, and now my listeners to this podcast get to use and have personally shared with me how comforting it is to have this in their back pocket. A general phrase to use when you are given an opportunity or you're facing a challenge or people are trying to sell something to you and you just don't feel right. It doesn't feel right for you. Maybe you don't trust the person. Maybe you don't trust the product or the services any sort of situation where you feel like you're being pressured into making a decision that you don't want to make, simply say, thank you for this opportunity or thank you for that service or thank you for that offer. That's just not appropriate for me and my business right now. And that's it. You don't have to elaborate. You don't have to explain why. You can just simply state what is and move on. 
the magic in that phrase is the word appropriate because it's completely irrefutable. You can't argue with it because it's how an individual feels. So you can't argue with somebody and say, no, that is appropriate for you. And that is appropriate for your business. That's just not how it works. I also really like that you can end the sentence with saying right now. So it still leaves room for opportunities down in the future to actually take advantage of that offer because in reality, it might just not be the right time. And it might be something that's not quite in your budget yet or that sort of thing. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want to work with the person. It doesn't necessarily mean you don't want that product or service. It just means that the timing isn't quite right yet. Capping off that sentence with right now allows for that door to still remain open in the future and you're not burning any bridges in the meantime. My favorite part of the statement overall, though, is that it's kind and firm. It doesn't necessarily reflect negatively on the opportunity or the person you're speaking to, and it also isn't limiting to you, and I think that's a really key part here. You're not limiting yourself with phrases like, I can't afford that, or I don't have the time. When you use this sentence, you get to state your boundaries in a really empowering way while still remaining in a kind and loving space where it's not bashing on you and it's not bashing on them or their products and services. You're going to love this phrase if you're a recovering people pleaser who really finds it hard to say no to opportunities and to people because you just don't know how you're going to come across or you might be rude. And it's so easy to remember and it's very neutral emotionally, which we'll talk about a little bit more in just a second here. And so you're going to want to make sure that you memorize this and make it your own. You know, part of the point is that you're able to say something where you can really stand in your power and not feel like you need to justify yourself to other people. So make sure that you adapt it to yourself and how you would naturally say something like this, because at the end of the day, it's got to feel comfortable for you. Otherwise, you're not going to use it. You're not going to say it. And it's got to feel like you. So you've got to feel comfortable with it, but it's got to feel like you. It's got to feel authentic to who you are and, and how you would naturally language things. This next part is all about the self-talk and mantras that we say to ourselves. First, I'm going to begin with a mantra that's for you. If you're more of a heart-based person, you lead more emotionally. And that is, making sure my needs are met does not make me selfish or unworthy. I think it's really easy to slip into this space where if you feel like you're respecting your own boundaries and you know where you're comfortable and where you're not comfortable... And feeling like if you honor those, you're going to end up being selfish and it makes you feel self-centered or maybe that you're not worthy of the opportunities or the offers in the first place. It's so easy to fall back into that. And just recognizing that that doesn't make you selfish. Everybody has boundaries. Everybody deserves to be able to say no to the things that they're not comfortable with or that they don't feel like is a safe environment for them. And again, I think this can go hand in hand with that programming that we receive when we're really young. And so where you at the beginning of your life might not have been able to voice your opinions and create boundaries and speak to what you're comfortable and what you're not comfortable with, it goes right hand in hand with if you do, then you're selfish or you're wrong or you weren't worthy of that opportunity in the first place and creating this whole negative narrative around the simple fact that you should be able to just say no when you feel like you need to say no and create boundaries where you feel like you need some boundaries to protect you and your time, your space, and your finances 
Unfortunately, there's not a lot of people that can recognize that and own that and then contribute that back into the world and show other people that, no, you're not only allowed to say no, you're allowed to say no and not feel bad about it. So that's one of the things I'm really trying to create here is I want you to know that I want you to feel that and own that because again, without going into a deeper conversation about it, I I hope that you recognize some of the things I'm implying here of, of where this skill is really, really important because so many people find themselves in bad situations because we're naturally, a lot of us are people pleasers and we want to be successful. We don't want to say no to opportunities. And what can end up happening is, is we get ourselves in a really, really bad and dangerous situation because we weren't able to say no five steps ahead of getting in that position in the first place. Now, if you're a more logical person, if you live more in your headspace, something that you can say to yourself is everything I say no to creates room for the things that I truly want to say yes to. And that's just a sheer numbers game. You know, everything you say yes to is going to take up a certain amount of time, a certain amount of your resources and finances. So anytime you say no to something, you're making sure that your calendar or your other resources are clear to be able to accept a yes that you're really excited about. An opportunity, a collaboration, anything that you can say yes to that Otherwise, you would have had to say no to because you said yes to the wrong things. So making sure that you're focusing on the idea of anytime you say no, all it does is just create room for the things that you really want to be enjoying and being a part of allows you to not feel as bad about saying no from that perspective, not feeling that you know fear of missing out. You know that you're in control of your calendar, your finances, and you get to decide where you delegate those resources. What do you do when you're given an opportunity and you're feeling that but come up for you? Maybe all of those what ifs are racing in your head and you don't know how to find clarity in all of that noise. First, start unpacking those thoughts and explore the pros and cons. I'm a big believer in my pros and cons sheet and I absolutely, anytime I'm trying to make a decision and I really don't know which direction I should go in, I 100% pull out a pen and paper and go down the middle with a giant line and write pros on the left side and cons on the right side and just start getting to work. One of the questions that you can ask yourself is, does this opportunity serve my overall mission? Whether that's your personal mission or your business mission, if it doesn't serve that overarching goal, it might be an opportunity for you to pass up on. And therefore, you don't feel as bad about saying no because you know that it's going to be something that's going to end up distracting you. It's not going to be something that's going to help push you forward, help you grow as a person, or serve that overall mission of yours. So being clear on what that overall mission is for you is essential in being able to determine what opportunities are worth a yes from you and what opportunities are worth a no. Maybe another situation where this but might be coming up for you is that you're worried that your resources um, might get sucked up in taking up an opportunity such as time or money, and you don't know how to state your boundary there. Very simple. Just get clear on what your resources truly are so that you're not blind to what's actually available to you. And we'll talk more about that next week. And then just figure out what your comfort level is, whether it's a monetary figure that you want to spend or stay within or an amount of hours you want to put into something, state it factually. You don't have to bring it to an emotional space and make it a personal thing. For example, rather than saying something to the effect of, I can't afford that, 
as a disempowering way to try to outline a boundary. Instead, try something like, that's just not in my budget at the moment, or this is an appropriate figure to work with according to my budget. It stays emotionally neutral and allows you to not get hung up on feeling guilty or feeling unworthy, um, or maybe like you're being rude. It allows you to just state something factually and just let the truth be what it is. Practicing these phrases and applying this mindset will allow you to overcome that missing business boundary but that you're currently experiencing. Now, to avoid this in the future, you have to know where your boundaries lie. So be honest with yourself and accept where you feel safe and where you feel uncomfortable. And remember, this conversation is more than just a comfort zone idea. We're talking more than just where your comfort zone is and if you should be challenging that and growing past that comfort zone or staying within it. We're talking about where you genuinely feel uncomfortable versus where your safe zone is. So when you go into an opportunity with a plan on what you want to get out of it, this but will be less prevalent because you'll be going in confident and prepared. Also keep in mind, you teach people how to treat you. If you give in and keep doing things that you're not comfortable with just because someone asked you to, they'll remember that because you, in essence, just gave them permission to not respect your boundaries. And the opposite is true too. So the clearer and more frequent you state your boundaries and stick to them, because that's the important part here, that follow through is so key, the more and more you'll see people accept your boundaries and respect you for it. As we come to a close, I want to go over our remember, research, and challenge for the week. Remember, everyone is deserving of boundaries. We all should have the opportunity to voice our concerns and state where we're at with things. So give yourself that same permission to create boundaries for yourself and encourage those around you to do the same. Research. Where does this but come up for you? Where are you worried your resources will be spent And what is this but keeping you from fully pursuing? Challenge. Think of what buts come up for you and write them all down. Then over the next couple weeks, continue categorizing them based on the top five I've been revealing to you. First with overwhelm, next fear of judgment, then protection of and from ego, and now missing business boundaries. Thank you so much for tuning in. My goal for this series is that this allows you to begin to recognize when obstacles pop up in your inner dialogue and identify what they are and why. Knowing all of this will allow you to begin to interrupt those thought patterns and redirect. And of course, the more you practice, the easier it will be. And I get it. We all have those doubts and concerns that pop up in our head and stop us from making those next steps. So what if you could eliminate your current butts and knew exactly how to kick future butts? What would you be able to accomplish if you knew how to tune out all that extra noise around you and become an unstoppable force in your business? I have a group that gets together every month where we discuss the top five butts and how to kick your butts in business, appropriately called the Kick Your Butts in Business program. I swear this is the most loving and supportive group and you will feel right at home here. Jumping into this program will allow you to never get stuck in one spot again. You will be able to make all the progress you want to make and achieve your goals with a team of people rallied around you. So if you're done with letting butts hold you back, then let's set up a discovery call and see if the group is right for you. Go ahead and message me at my Facebook page, Victoria Rook, or set up some time at victoriarook.com. 
and let me know how this helped you. If you have any questions or feedback, and if you would like to talk further about me working one-on-one with you, you can go ahead and contact me there. As always, as you build your empire, just remember, you can lead a life of fear or you can lead a life of love. So allow every decision you make to be made with love. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.